What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Middle Hey, me, hey! Full disclosure, we are recording this while watching this huge Cowboys-Eagles game on Sunday night, so... Combined four wins. Anything could happen. As many as the Niners have. Is this thing for first place? When you're listening to this, you already know what happened, but... Uh... Yes, it is for first place. Eagles are 2-4-1. Cowboys are 2-5. Washington's 2-5. Giants, just a game out of first, John, at 1-6. They do do play uh, Monday night. I saw Zeke this week, a a clip where he was like, uh, you know, guys, we're just, we're we're tied for first place. We're still, you know, at the end of the day, we're right in this thing. You know, it's like trying to convince yourself. Does it feel like the primetime games have gotten worse as the season's gone on? I I Giants and Bucks on Monday night football? It's been a weird year. I don't know. They wanted to get Tom Brady in there. Fuck, Maybe part know. of it, yeah, it's just you just automatically are going to have a bunch of NFC East games, and the NFC East is just terrible, so maybe that's why. I don't know. But, like, yeah, the man, Thursday think, night was uh, bad. Yeah, the Thursday night game was bad. I, corona, I also think you just throw you throw the Yankees on Sunday night baseball basically oh. 80% of the time, and if they suck, you're screwed, but you don't care. You go down with it. Like, the Giants are going to get – the Giants have been getting primetime games – since me and you before we were born, right? Yeah. And they're just going to keep getting them. Yeah. Uh, this podcast brought to you by two guys who took Jimmy Garoppolo and their DraftKings. Just FYI on that. I'm Talk the worst fantasy football player you'll ever meet in your life. Trying about, I'm terrible. Trying to outsmart the room. It was just... I'm terrible, guy. Part of it was like every draft, every uh, fantasy value. Like Jimmy was on every... Just because every quarterback... Playing the, play the Seahawks, you yeah, know, made some just, sense. But I also... Uh, my logic, too, was, you know, Mahomes... Playing the Jets, I could see Andy running it, being a sloppy game. Then I look up, he had five touchdowns. I was like, yeah, you should have just gone play the Jets. Yeah, take Mahomes. Who was on his back, that video that you tweeted? Uh, Tyreek Hill after he threw him like a second touchdown of the game. For a minute, it was like, oh, Jets came to play again. Another cover coming from the Jets. I saw like Chris Jones had said early in the week, you know, he's like, everyone thinks the Jets are bad because they haven't won a game. That's just not true. It was like, what are you talking about? Phenomenal quote. It's such a great quote. You you just know the way the coaches talk like, 
hey guys, it's like when Pete Carroll got in front of the defense. I know everyone's saying that we suck as a defense, but we got Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Yeah. So it's going to be okay, guys. But here's what I would say to Chris Jones. is like, people don't think the Jets suck because they're winless. People think the Jets suck because they watch the Jets and they suck. It's not I think he's, d- just, he's, just, he's just reiterating Coach Tom. I know, right? which is good. Sign of a good program. Podcast yeah. brought to you, actually, by Ease.com, promo code HAM, or, if you're a returning user, HAM10, which gets you 10% off. The HAM on your first order gets you 20 bucks off. E-A-Z-E dot com, E-A-Z-E dot com, promo code HAM, edibles, pre-rolls, vapes, topicals, you name it, they got it, E-A-Z dot com. Also, like I said, Ham 10 gets you a little 10% discount. People always ask, like, does the Ham 10 work again? They both work one time for first-time users, and the Ham 10 obviously works for repeat users, but you can only use it once. So if you've already used it, use your girlfriends, your roommates, your parents, anyone else's, and it still works. So you just got to use a different account. Yep. It's easy. Your burner. Ease.com, promo code Ham. Your burners. Uh, here's the thing about Ease, man. This is dialed-in product. This is not some... Fly-by-night operation, John. This is a button-down, highly tested uh, operation. What you do, you go you go online. 21 or over, you get verified online in minutes. Then you order from the vast array of options, and it gets delivered to you in minutes. Number one in, a, in America. California. dot com. Go Home get it. Podcast also brought to you by sleepnumber.com slash ham. Go right now. Sleepnumber.com slash ham. Discover. The Sleep Number 360 smart bed for game-changing sleep, John. The Veterans Day sale is coming. Guy has a bed. I have a bed. We live by our beds. Literally, I think you spend half your life, not half, quite half your life, like a little over a third. I mean, if you're me, maybe a little over, closer to like 40%. Love my bed. Guy, do you know that uh, sleepers who exercise daily are the most restful overall and have the best sleep IQ scores and the lowest heart rates? Mm. Key is working out. Get a good night's sleep in your sleep number. Prepare your bedroom for optimal sleep. That's what Guy did when he was on Fox Sports 1. No big deal. National television. Had to get a good night's sleep, so he was on point, and he did it in his sleep number bed. Yeah, look. Daylight savings, John. We just fell back. Take advantage of the extra hour. Sleep IQ sleepers slept the longest the night the daylight savings time ends in the fall. An extra, like, 45 minutes over non-sleep IQ sleepers. Right now, the Veterans Day sale, you save $1,000. On a sleep, uh, a special edition smart bed, now $17.99, exclusive offers for military members for a limited time only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash ham. Yep, Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of our friends and their friends at the National Football League. Mm. Sleepnumber.com slash ham. Go check it out today. All right, John, this is the second time in four weeks that Jimmy Garoppolo has limped into the locker room, basically, or in the first time the Dolphins came out. I don't know if he went in the locker room, but he just came out. Second time in four weeks, Jimmy's been pulled from a blowout loss because he's not 100% and is not going to be the guy to try and lead a Niner comeback. Yeah, I mean, I, I think today, that day when it happened against the Dolphins game, it was a huge red flag, and we talked about it like, listen, all the opportunities about their future quarterback situations and scouting different quarterbacks – has to be on notice. Uh, I didn't. I don't think anyone made a concrete claim like he was never coming back or he's going to come back. I, I think as of the day, uh, you would say the 49ers quarterback situation is officially a disaster because when Jimmy started the game before, I, I think he legitimately got hurt again. Like he was limping around, but early on in the game, he was just terrible. Like he can't. 
like Slareth was saying, he can't throw a spiral, whether he can't step into the throws because of his ankle or foot or whatever's going on. Uh, he's not comfortable. It doesn't look like he has any rhythm to the what he's trying to do. And ultimately, he just doesn't look like a functional football player against a good team. Like you, yeah, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't beat any good team with this player, today. especially with the team they have around him at this point, right? Especially yeah. with that, but but that's not. But what even it like was last about. year's team, would they have won this game with Bosa and some of those guys? Would have been really hard. It would have been hard. It would have been a lot. It would have been hard, but I, they would have had a better shot just because all the stuff that Kyle has done to help him, even that stuff wasn't working in this game. And part of that is yeah. you're just so far down the depth chart at running back, you don't have Debo. No Mozart, no Debo. You can't win with this, Jimmy. Um, he throws the baby zone pick. I actually. Not that this matters. We could argue it. It's not really worth arguing, but I do want to say it. I thought he made some better throws. He made more plays in this game than he did in the Dolphins game. Like, that game was... I do view that game as worse than this one. But whatever. It didn't matter, ultimately, because he made enough bad throws that you're just like, what? What is going on? And maybe it is... You know, we talked about it after the Miami game. Oh, don't make it about the ankle. Whether it is or it isn't, that's clearly a part of this, but it's not the whole thing. He was good enough to start the game, right? He's been good enough to he was good enough to play the whole game and beat the kick the Patriots' ass. He was good enough to play the week before, beat the Rams. So he's been good enough in whatever physical condition he's been in. Now maybe it gets aggravated, somebody falls on it, whatever. But kind of what it looked like what happened. Yeah, but it was it wasn't the point is, right? It wasn't all about that. And I think the question, and you asked me this question before the before we started this, which is it it does. How does Kyle Shanahan view this? At the end of the year, whatever the record is, is what the record is. Whoever he looks is how he looks. But if it continues like this, does Kyle Shanahan look at it like, ah, it was his ankle. Let's give him a break. Or does Kyle Shanahan look at it like, yeah, his ankle was a factor. But despite that, I expected more from him. And it kind of, that's how I, th- that's how it feels like he should feel right now. Right. That, that's my gut says that Jimmy's long-term future is is in major doubt. I mean, we had already said that before, but the more and more these things happen, you, you just have to kind of, I, I don't know, take that claim, like take that side of the argument. Like, I don't understand. This is the second time, like you said, in four weeks, he's been yanked out of a game. He's limping around. His contract is conducive to get out of there. Now, saying that, I don't believe that it means Matt Ryan or it means that, Kirk Cousins are going to be the quarterback here because those guys make a lot of money and they're not going to be cut. So I don't envision the Niners with the cap coming down trading for one of those players. I'm actually pretty confident of that when you factor in the finances because they're not going to be able to attain either one of those players you know, and pay them $12, $15 million. Yeah. That's just not going to happen. I, I, I just as a, as a philosophy generally think that if you're, going to, if you're kind of in the middle on a quarterback – and you have to predict whether or not a guy's going to be back. You probably it's just so hard to find guys that you probably should lean that a guy's going to be back, even though it sets up for him not to be back. But like we've been saying for a while, the contract is the contract. This performance is this performance repeatedly, right? Where it's less good than it is good. Yeah, I think the most likely scenario is they draft a quarterback really high. And unlike, you know, an Aaron Rodgers situation or even the year with Alex Smith. Jimmy would not be guaranteed to be the starter, regardless of the finances. We've seen the coach. He just does not give a shit about that stuff. Like, he's not, he doesn't make determinations on money, on status, like, especially with his baby, which is the offense. And listen, if you want to defend Jimmy saying the ankle is really messed up, 
it it probably has some validity of just he he's he can't move around right. But I I think you could easily counteract it with being like, well, he has a short career now. Hurt with the Patriots, tore his ACL with the Niners. Now this year he's been banged up the whole year. Like he's not Mr. Durability, right? They had a good they mentioned it today on the broadcast. Like, say what you want about Russell. Small runs never ever, ever misses a game. You know what I thought I, watching honestly, the game I, was I don't really remember him missing many snaps. I, I thought during the game too, I'm like, you just how often have you ever even talked about who the Seahawks backup quarterback is? It almost never comes up. Ever. Right? You don't even yeah. see the guy rarely. Well, when you saw Gino, you're like, God, Gino Smith's are I, did, I thought the same thing. I was like, Gino's, Gino's just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Well, he knows he's never going to fucking play. <laughs> he was like, what? Russ, like, tapped him to show him. So he's like, hey, Gino, check this out. He was like, whatever. Like, Why? I bet today, like, after the game, the negatives for Russ will be like, listen, when you're in the middle of the field and you do the fake slide where you're still going to get hit, it's just not worth it. You know, like, I, I bet that's something they talk about in the quarterback room. Like, we got nothing to prove here. Yeah. It did when, end the game, just, but it, it's not worth it. Yeah, but it's just the, the game was I think the game was over no matter what. Like yeah, and all, but were, but it was what was it? Like five and a half minutes, ten point game. I just it it there was gonna be well, was a it wasn't that a first down? No, he he was, I think he was short. I thought he was short. But what Oh yeah, maybe yeah. I, I just think like that that to me is the knock. And and he rarely does that, right? Yeah, he is weird. He's really good at just getting down. I think he got a little greedy and uh and listen, that's a whole nut. Like I, I defend the defender that way. Like I'm with you on that one. You have to throw away their right to just. Will you fake slide? I'm sorry, you don't get the same slide rights. Like you fake slide, that guy's just going to make a tackle. And then he's all going of a sudden, low. you go down really fast, and he fucking hits you. Yeah, he's trying to hit your, take you out in like your thighs. Blandino was like, he's giving himself up. It's like, well, not before the defender started to hit him, but whatever. That's the whole. Yeah, I. It's. You look around right now, and you go. In this division, you just there are two teams you know your quarterback has to show up to beat if you're not going to have a complete dominant defense, just a complete football team. And, um, you know, we'll see him on the field, in th- I guess. I mean, provided he can play on Thursday against Rodgers. I, see, I, I, I'd be shocked if he plays. My, my gut right now is he doesn't play in that game. Do you think he's playing? If you, I, they, they, they kinda, they, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I do. They, they need him. Need Jimmy? I would under, I would n- under no circumstances play him this week. He'd be down. I'd be go with one of these two guys. I know it sounds crazy, but the Jimmy's out today. Does, like, well, hold I, on, it doesn't sound crazy, but I just I I've seen what it looks like when you roll Nick Mullins out. I know, I know Jimmy's. Been, well, I, I if Jimmy's limping around, which he looked like yeah, limping around, well, like, I, I can't I can't play. throw him out. Well, if he looks like that, then he's not he's not going to be the quarterback if that's how he's limping. I'll, I'll be a little. I'll, I'll be surprised if he plays in this game. It's kind of nuts that they play Thursday. Kittle, who knows? I mean, it was a disastrous. I mean, it starts with the when you don't have a quarterback in the NFL or have questions on the quarterback, your franchise is in in a weird spot. And I think it's fair to say is like you look at the division. Russell's a superstar MVP. Kyler is just a stud. Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo. Here is the bright side for the 49ers. Jared Goff was horrendous today, guy. I mean, awful. You see a stat line, yeah. ton of turnovers, and he's been he's repeatedly. Been, we've been watching him. He's been he's been playing poorly. Yeah, they're stuck with him. Like they are. They paid him enormous money. I think forty million dollars more guaranteed. They're not getting out of that contract. On the bright side of Jimmy, you do just have options, and like you said, sometimes you get stuck, and, and maybe he comes back and you got to draft another guy. But at least if you think you can upgrade, like 
you are, you are by no means tied to this guy after this season. You do have options. Yeah, and even if you're if you're listening to this going well, but he's hurt. That's the excuse for what happened against Seattle. I think what you said is is the ultimate comeback, which is this year's going to end, however it ends, and he will have one season in his career in which he's played 16 games. Now, part of that was he was a backup for a while, but he ha- he hasn't been the backup for a while now, right? How many years have we? Ta- has he been the starter as many years as he was a backup at this point? Like, yeah, I mean, he got he is his third year with the Niners. Like, he's been the starting quarterback now for three straight years. I guess. Last year, this year, that's two. Yeah. The one year he the tore one his year ACL, was that like was three, a, and then he and then he showed up. He played six games or five games or whatever. So, that's part of the story of his quarterback career right now is he's not available every week. Well, I I know this, and I pivoted pretty quickly. If the Niners were to cut Jimmy Garoppolo, like between free agency and the draft, you know when they can get out of that period, how Perak sets up his contract and not pay him any money to leave. At this rate, he is by no means guaranteed to be a starting quarterback in the NFL next year. I guess maybe New England, if they brought him back, that would be. But like, I, I don't think some team would just immediately. They might sign him. Like, how much money would he get? One year deal, maybe like ten million bucks. He would not be viewed the way he would have been viewed midway point of last Fuck, year. Fuck, no, I don't hell, like, even when I don't the view him ended. the way I. You know this the the, the and we said this when you sign him. Hey, based on what he's done, based on what you think he is based on how team-friendly the contract potentially is, you do it, and you, does he get better? But the trajectory has not continued in the way that I thought it would. Yeah, he's he's trending the wrong way. All right, what do we think? We talked uh, about Kyle Shanahan beat McVay. <laughs> so did Brian Flores uh, and Tua, completing 12 passes. Uh, beat Belichick. So with five, so with four other teams this year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what can he do against Pete? And so I, I thought it was not his finest performance. Now, I, look, understand, I think Kyle's fantastic. Not pretty good. Not I'm waiting to see. I think he's top tier, elite level. But there were a couple times today where you could just tell he was he was scratching the bottom of the barrel, right? He runs on a third and five. The direct snap to McKinnon. Was he trying to hand it to Coleman? I don't even. It was an awful play. Didn't work. And is that where they flexed Jimmy Garoppolo out wide? I I don't remember where Jimmy was. I just remember it was a direct snap to McKinnon. Some yeah. Jimmy so Jimmy Jimmy the starts the shotgun. Yeah. McKinnon slides over. He runs out and like IU comes it, over. It was like a read play, but it, they ran yeah. into each other. And then it the, was a disaster. The throwback to Trent Taylor, where everyone were like Jimmy and the tight end are rolling right. I think I haven't rewatched the play. I'm like, oh, this is just going to be an easy dump off six yards here, and then it's like a throwback. Everybody, the whole defense is over there. And you go, uh, my thought watching it was, it reminds me of like Warrior fans get mad when a bunch of guys get hurt on the Warriors, but you still have like KD and Clay, let's say, aren't playing, but you got Steph. And instead of just trying to feed Steph and get 48 points, they still just run their offense and just, you know, just Nick, treat Nick Young like he's Clay and treat uh, Patrick McCall like he's Clay, right? And there's Warrior fans go crazy. Like, you don't just run the offense, just give it to Steph. That's what this felt like to me a little bit. Like, you know what? We'll just make Trent Taylor Debo, and uh, we'll make this happen. And it's just – now, again, maybe – I don't know. What do you think? Was there anything Kyle could have done? Yeah, I mean, my my one defense of Kyle Shanahan, when your quarterback immediately shows that he's not any good, like once the game starts – and Jimmy, I think, is like a pitcher who just – you tell in the first inning, like he's got it or not, and he – it was pretty clear, like, uh – 
this thing's going to be shaky. Then they started calling some weird plays. Now, to call the weird plays, they have to be in. Like, in what, what world are you trying to run some zone read with McKinnon and Ayuk? Like, I, I don't like that play. Now, the throwback, that is a play a lot of teams run. I do think that is a direct reflection, though, of he doesn't trust him to just drop back and, and th- make a normal pass. It was play. a long throw, though. And I, and I, it was, but it was like you just, the fucking guy's wide open. He doesn't trust him to push the ball down the field. Yeah. And I think when your quarterback sucks, it limits your play calling. You know, and you're missing your running backs. So, and you're missing this wide receiver that can run the ball. It just, I'm not one on excuses because I don't think you get them. Like, because everyone's hurt. No one gives a shit. I, what is Lamar's shirt says? Work harder. No one cares. It's true. Like, no one in the NFL cares who's hurt on your team or how your quarterback's playing. Just either get the job done or not. So, to me, Kyle was bad. I, I also think, like, sometimes maybe he gets too cute to try to protect Jimmy, where I think you can kind of meet in the middle of, like, maybe just do some end arounds or something instead of these crazy plays. But I, I feel like I'm kind of nitpicking. Right. Like, Jimmy was the problem. I don't view Kyle as the problem. And I think the first half of the game, like, Robert Sala's defense playing pretty well. Uh, I know DK had the two touchdowns, but fuck, I, what else John, can they do? I'm so with you. I thought his defense was fine. Like, it's... Coming to play. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I was Kind of deflated game early on when it was clear the offense was not up for the, up for Snuff. Well, I think like, Schlereth oh, said... God, it's, it's, you're not used to seeing the Seahawks. What was the word he used? Lethargic. He's like, they look... Remember their first couple possessions were they out did. of sync? They uh. And then, you know, you throw the pick, and it just kind of woke it. Then they hit DK and just... It kind of woke everything up, but uh, I was with you. I was watching the game thinking, you know what? Okay. It makes sense that Robert, I, this is, I thought, I know they scored points, but we came in thinking you'd have to score like 28 to win this game. Now, ultimately, you would have needed more, but that's because you, you were bad, the 49ers. It just, it was rare to see, and maybe they just reached the point. Like they didn't have Mostert last week, but they had Debo and they just found a way. And Kyle, it was just, it was, he looked out of rhythm too, in terms of play calling. Yeah. But part of that was you, what you said about Jimmy, just to see a play get snuffed out the way the Trent Taylor play was had no chance. It's just it's rare with Kyle, which is a credit to Kyle. So this is not about him. I I thought it, what it just kind of made very clear is you got Russ, who's not going anywhere, and DK. I had a pretty stupid take last week, which was if you, you had to take one guy off the field, DK or, or Lockett, I would take Lockett off the field as a defense because he's just so consistent. DK will hit the splash plays. DK had a career high receptions and yards, but even if he only had five catches and not, I don't know what he finished with, but at one point it was 10 was the career high. Even if he didn't, it was clear. He's just, they, Seattle will, as long as did he, that he looks like Terrell Owens. (laughs) Well, he's even bigger, but faster, right? Yeah. He's one thing is clear with them is as long as they have Russ and DK and their defense is just always going to be good enough. They can just beat you on any given day if you don't have either A, playmakers that can match them in a shootout, or B, just an elite-level complete team. And the Niners clearly don't have an elite-level complete team, and they definitely didn't have a quarterback that could go toe-to-toe with Russ on Sunday. DK had 12 for 161 and two touchdowns. Honestly, it feels low. Like It felt like he had 18 for two just bills and back-breaking two touchdowns. plays. I, I, I think one major difference in this game is like, they can just play basketball essentially and just have a two man game. Russell DK, Which, we're gonna dominate you. And the Niners, like, in theory, have this premium tight end who got hurt and a 
a quarterback that makes a lot of money. The Niners can't play that game right now. I'm, I'm watching highlights of uh, Mahomes, and it's like he's just throwing a Kelsey. He throws a Kelsey. Just when shit's weird, he throws to 87. It's like Jimmy just, I mean, through the first half of the game, Kittle had one target. Kittle had ended up with two catches because they hit the one down the sideline. But he was just a non-factor. Like, I, I need to see George Kittle before he... I didn't know it got that bad because he made that catch. All of a sudden, he starts limping. The, the referees, like, felt bad for him. Like, bro, you need to get off the field. And they're like, I didn't know you were allowed to do that. Didn't even waste time uh, timeout. And then I saw the Twitter headline was like, he didn't break his foot. I'm like, break his foot? Like, what? What, what? what the fuck did this happen? But it's just, I mean, that's just sums up the Niners season. But yeah. before he, quote, unquote, almost breaks his foot... In a game like this, I need to throw to this guy fucking every other play. Thousand what, percent. What's it, what are they doing? Well, and that that goes back. That's what I was saying with my Warriors kind of Steph analogy. Is he Steph? And it felt like they kept they were still trying to sprinkle. We're going to do what we do and try to keep you off balance. And I don't know if this was the game to do that. Now again, I defer to Kyle most times. But one thing because we saw Arizona was able to do this right last week with Seattle's. They got Kyler, and we can just make plays. To me. DK and Russ is they're like a '80s rock band where you 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 call plays. I mean, you do, but you could just give the ball if you just threw the ball if you targeted DK on every play, it would probably work out pretty well for you. You plug in the amps, you turn on the fucking volume, and you just let them rip. And the 49ers, even when they're full strength, they're more kind of a symphony, right? Where Kyle has to pull all these strings, and it's going to be about rhythm, and it's going to they've got playmakers, but it's not the same. Like that's. Clearly, what a Kyle team like they just got. You know why? Because it's like if Alyssa goes out of town for the weekend, and it's like let guy cook, be the equivalent of like let Jimmy cook. Ain't much cooking going on, right? But in the NFL, you don't get to outsource. And when she comes back, she just she just gets to cook. It's like, what do you want? You want this? You want that? She can make it all. It's like Russ. You let Russ cook. Why? Because he's like Emerald Lagasse. Well, you let Jimmy can't cook, guy. He's got no ingredients. He doesn't have a spatula. His stove doesn't work. His Traeger. Is out of the little pellets. I mean, he's he's got nothing. I, 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 I and Kyle's that. like, what do you, what kind of groceries you want me to buy? And, and Jimmy's like, well, I, I, I unless you can like bring some uh, firewood and we can make fire and cook the cook the fucking meat. I, I I don't have the ability to make any food. But don't you think like you've done it where you cook? I cook, but unless you ha- like, I could stock your fridge. You could stock my fridge, but unless you printed out the instructions for me or gave me a computer. I don't really, a real cook can just take all the, they don't need any, they just go, oh, you know what I know? If I do a little of this, it'll work with the acidity, will work well with the sweet, and then the umami, and the, yeah. the top it off with a little parsley, yeah. and you know, they're doing like, add a, dec- little, add a little, add a little vinegar here, get it's a little all flavor, about the little, little touches, pow. right, yeah, yeah, I'm just and, like, meat, cheese, whoop, yeah, but DK and Russ are just like, slab of meat, salt, pepper, it's, it's gonna be the greatest steak you ever had. Well, that's why Kyle is doing all this Kind of crazy stuff, and it turns out Jimmy just Jimmy's the problem, and I think that makes Kyle look bad. And I would there was a stretch today where the defense, I'd say the one play uh, when I almost called him Terrell Owens when DK catches that in route and like runs by everyone. You're talking about Sometimes the first touchdown. Tip, yeah, you just tip your hat to greatness. Like he's just hauling ass. He's faster than everybody. The other one was just they were all over him in the end zone on like the slant. Like that's just. That's just a high-level play. I, I don't, yeah. you know, I and even some of Good his coverage. catches, they're all over him. They weren't getting smoked. Beside the the one crossing touchdown, okay. The Niners, I mean, they had some garbage time, cool plays with Ayuk, and I, I think we all like Ayuk. 
But in the flow of the game, when it was tight, there was no like, whoa, wow, whoa. They just they had nothing. And well, I think why me and you played them in fantasy was, well, this defense is terrible. They got Kyle. They got some offensive weapons. We've seen Jimmy the last two weeks. Like, he, he's clearly healthy because he's been playing. The offense is kind of coming on. I kind of bet on him just, it's fucking going to be pretty easy. And then I knew right away. I'm like, oh, my God. What a... Well, I didn't I know right right 91st. away because he hit Ayuk. Like, they hit Ayuk on a sweet play on their second drive. Right before he missed Kittle. Then he misses Kittle over the middle. And Schler's like, oh, Kittle's going to ha- got to have that. I'm like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> yes. There, there's it's there's not a catchable. lot of... There's a lot of on football broadcasts. He's got to have that. It's like, well, he, he doesn't have stick him on his fingertips, and his body was running the other way, and he's like, that's an incredible catch. And I don't think it like does it justice when they do slow motion. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, look how no, the guy's a four four guy running full speed. The fucking quarterback throws it behind his head. He stops as he bumps into the safety. You know all these type plays. Like, no, I, I'm sorry, that's a bad throw. Like, look what Russ is doing, hitting guys in stride. Look what the other quarterback is doing where Kyle... And it's hard to tell, right, with the mask. I actually think this is a good year for the mask because you haven't seen Kyle drop any, like, what the fuck is Jimmy doing? You can't even... I have no clue what he thinks. Honestly, I he, he stayed pretty, like, uh, kind of flatlined. Like, I haven't really... You can't get a feel for it. Like, I don't... I, I'm guessing that he's not happy, right. but he hasn't really looked overly angry. Right. Right, which right. If I t- we can't... So you're saying if we'd I... We'd be all over that if he was. Yeah. Yeah. If I told you Kyle thinks it's all about the ankle, you'd go, okay, I guess he does, because he hasn't shown otherwise. Yeah. Just doesn't... We, I we don't say, think I would that, say that's, that's believable. I just say, I wonder if Kyle, how much Kyle liked him even when he was healthy. Exactly. And that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, we've been talking about this for a while now, and we thought people were a little over the top at the end of the year last year, especially in the Super Bowl. But we also acknowledge, like, what happened at the end of the first half of the Super Bowl told us a lot. You know, I... I've heard a lot of NFL analysts say, you want to know what a coach thinks, watch what he calls on first and second down. Third down is different because third down is so much about necessity it's a must of the down. play. Yeah, but yeah. early in the game, what are they doing on first and second down? Because that tells you what they think their game plan should be today. And, um, you know, I that game stayed close enough for a while that I thought I'd love to, I'd love to see him run the ball a little bit more. Like Jimmy threw the ball 16 times. Um, and... You know, didn't Mullins threw the ball more than Jimmy did. Now, that's yeah. probably not even a fair comparison. By that time, they were down. But my point is just I kind of thought maybe they'd run the ball a little more early, but yeah, it was too it, weird it, of a hasty, game. Kyle was Hasty fumble. It, Tevin Coleman was, hurts his knee. They dodged a bullet on know? the hasty fumble. But then he throws a pick on the next play. Yeah. Very next play. Very, that's when I knew, like, they ain't winning. Yeah, this game. I got I that. That's when I got the feeling. Because like, 13 to 7 felt like 24 to 7. Do you like that rule? Hmm. That when you recover a fumble, but you're the guy touching it, but if you're out of bounds, it just goes back to the team? That yeah. feels a little unfair because it was like Seattle was all over that ball. But if you're touching the ball out of bounds, you're out of bounds. So then it just goes to the last guy with possession? Well, that's the rule? Yeah, you're just out of bounds. You're touching the ball, you're out of bounds. Same in basketball. Well then, maybe you're you shouldn't count, but the next guy that falls on it was Seattle. I'm just saying, whoever is in that situation, like the ball shouldn't just be dead while it's in the field of play. I'm good because then the t- next guy came over and fell on it. Yeah, I'm good with the ball being. Dead I feel the rules a little you're unfair. Out of bounds. You're just what? you got. I'm good with the ball's dead when somebody who's out of bounds touches the ball. Well, technically, I guess in his spot, he was kind of shoving it back into his guy. Right, that's what it's trying to prevent against. 
a guy going out of bounds, keeping it inbound. But see, I don't people. even think that I just I don't even think the rule is necessarily created thinking about that play. I just think it's you just create that rule thinking if you're out of bounds, you can't you shouldn't be able to touch the ball while you're out of bounds. You know? Which is in yeah, fair. <laughs> I you're not a live player. <laughs> I know, but I'm with but you I, on that. I, play, don't, I, don't, feels... I don't like the ball just automatically going back to the other team if it's just there in play. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I just think a, the rule a... is so fundamental to a sport. Like you shouldn't be able to touch the ball while you're out of bounds. It's like, yeah, of course not. But then on okay, that play, then, it doesn't feel like it applies. But that's what unfair. that's what I'm saying. Okay, so that guy doesn't count. But then they had like three other guys who were kind of falling on the ball. Now, if you wanted to say you can't push the ball back when you're in bounds, I, I I just think it's a little dicey that I thought the Niners kind of got bailed out there. Is what I'm saying. You're you're right. I'm just saying that rule just to me just it's that's what is right is when someone's at just across the realm of any sport. Like if you're out of bounds, you shouldn't be able to touch a ball while you're out of bounds. Just in that situation, it it kind of lets you off the hook. In fo- the football gods agreed because they the, the football the gods right definitely Seattle. agreed. If you run into your own guy and that's all it takes for the fumble, the other team should get the ball. I think the foot. I think the football gods also agreed, Kyle. If you're gonna put Dante Pettis into a game, he's gonna fucking get destroyed and throw the ball to the other team because that is exactly what happened. One play, bang, bang, boom, ball, other team, his 49er career over. <laughs> oh my See god, John! <laughs> and I saw something. Did somebody tweet at us like? He was crushed, but he yeah, wasn't he a record breaking? He was well, I think he tied the oh no, he did set the all time return. I thought it was record. punt, not kick. It was I think it was combined returns, and it was mostly punts. I think it was just all I returns. felt like I thought most of his damage that I always saw was on punt. Yeah, it which was. Is I just a lot think different, right? It's like that totally th- there is a physicality to the kickoff return that they're just it's just a different you know, it's a different style, I think. You know, it's a more physical guy. It's more like a running back on a kickoff return. And the punt's a little more spatial awareness. Kind of, well, you get to be an good, artiste. What's a good punt return average? Like eight yards, right? Like yeah, you look at think, what of guys the, do. think of the great punt returners. They've been slow, or I mean small, fast, quick Shifty. guys. Not like, think of the great kick returners like Corderell Patterson, uh, fucking Hester. They're built like running backs. Little Patterson is a running back now. Pettis was like, uh, I'll give him credit. He just he went full go. It just went go right back. I just to think him. the part the part of it that is perplexing is like, and I I've in my defense, I'm not just saying this now. I said it at the time. I didn't think he, to draft him the second round. I thought at the time was an overdraft. But if you're going to do it, you at least have to use him on special teams because that's his best quality. And they didn't do that. And now that he doesn't play on offense, it's like, well, well, maybe we'll use him on special teams. We'll activate him for that. And I just. I, like you said, how can you in that situation? What was the score at the time of that? I think twenty to seven. So it just was backbreaking. It was like you need everything to go right at this point. Well, it was the game was they score twenty seven. It's over. I, I think today I feel pretty confident saying this. He's just not an NFL player because he can't play on offense and he clearly has no value on special teams. It's over. Yeah, you know, some other team will put him on a practice squad or something maybe, but it's. I don't ever envision him playing in the NFL. I feel confident making that statement. Also, I will not engage in trade ideas. Well, you can't get traded when you have negative, negative, negative. I, don't, I still don't understand that, the trade yeah. discussions, but yeah, there isn't. That's why Kyle's like, yeah, we trade him. He, he, he basically said it without saying, no one calls us. <laughs> and we're certainly not going to call them and offend them. Yeah, it's that's offensive. <laughs> 
Ja, this podcast is brought to you by mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. We ran out of money last week on our self, uh, the uh, survivor pool. We had our own survivor pool where we just combined 250 a week. We were up to 1,000. It all came crashing down. And then on the pod last week, we if you listened to us on the pod last week, we both gave winners. You really like the Steelers and the points. I love the Raiders and the points. And that line actually came down. It was two and a half. But uh, anyway, mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Uh, you bet you when you get paid. Yep, mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. If you're listening to this on Monday, we got a Monday night football game. I think the Bucks last I saw, were minus 10 and a half. The Giants are frisky. Yeah, I mean, they play hard. I do kind of like the Bucks. That's a lot of points. Uh, obviously, NFL games. 13 now, Niners, John. Packers. Jeez, Th- Louise, that thing's flying up. Niners, Packers line. If we had to guess right now, what do you think? Like, if it's if, assuming Jimmy's doesn't play, yeah. The more Packers I think about it, the more I think you're right that he's not going to play. Um, yeah, I mean, you can run the ball in the pack. The Packers <laughs> just lost to the Vikings. Right, I mean, the, the, who's the Niners? Dalvin Cook. Yeah, they don't. They don't have Dalvin Cook. Guy, Dalvin Cook had 50 fantasy points today. I, know. I, I didn't. I, trust me, I didn't take him. But uh, <laughs> mybookie.ag promo code with the Masters right around the corner. Oh, yeah. the college football game. The Pac-12 start this week. Pac-12 starts this week, 9 a.m. It's the first 9 a.m. game USC ASU on Saturday morning on Fox. It's the big noon kickoff. Pac-12 games. I'm looking all forward to calling Saturday. the game. Me and Joel Klatt. Uh <laughs> Is uh, seriously? <laughs> I mean, guy, you're just you're just a couple broken vocal cords away from getting the call. Yeah. I mean, think about it. <laughs> bang, bang, boom. Probably like, more than a couple. Think about, but, yeah. think, you're like Nick Mullins three years ago. You're just on the practice, wait your time. A couple <laughs> people go down. The problem is broadcasters, they never fucking go away. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Get on it now. You know what? I, I wished I said something because I did see it Saturday morning. Michigan State was getting like 20 points against Michigan. And it just felt like... I'd seen Mel Tucker. I know his team. I like the, his team. He's not a he's not a terrible coach. Like I just saw Colorado. They just compete. But didn't didn't they just lose? They lost week one. They got their ass kicked, and Michigan kicked Minnesota's ass. Well, here's what I know: is Michigan is just inconsistent. Like Harbaugh's teams, they're never going to go unbeaten. They're just they're not going to handle. I don't think they're going to handle success well. And I knew people were just going to go over the top because they know they hadn't. Wa- they're going to think Michigan State sucks. Well, what happened? Mel Tucker's team was, they got their ass kicked. They got embarrassed. Michigan showed up and we got a rivalry yeah, game. Hard to defend hard by. Hard, it's in defense. They, they, were getting, they were getting worked. They are worked. They were getting worked. They were getting worked. MyBookie.ag Ham1. When you use the promo code, they will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 1000 bucks. Now, remember, if you accept the promo code, you do have to bet all that money before you can remove the money. You can decline the promo code. Then you don't have to bet the bonus. But just check out details on that. Either way, use the promo code. We appreciate that. Do it now. I loved it last week. I try to tell all you guys, Raiders and the points. I think the Browns are soft. I think the Browns are front runners. I think this is exactly the kind of team the Raiders beat. I felt great about it from the jump because it was Raiders plus two and a half. Uh, and they won the game. Thank God it didn't come down to a field goal, John, because uh, that hook on the first point attempt of the game, I guess it was a field goal attempt. The first chance of points was insane. 35 mile wins. <laughs> Here's what I know. I would last, and when I say I don't even mean as a player, I just mean as a resident. If you put me in one of the AFC North cities, and I lived in Philly, but I, when I say 
Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's tougher. Like we just say them out loud. I've been to Philly. It's downtown. It's nice. Pittsburgh feels tougher. Cleveland feels the toughest. Well, Cincinnati's, I've been there too. Really tough. Baltimore, fuck. That's pretty tough too. The AFC North guy, I was texting you this. And this was Derek, like his record right in... uh, in AFC cold games, is not good. Well, the record they threw, was it like under 30? or the, Whatever the temperature thing they threw up, it was 1-10 in 10 was the record. Yeah. He threw for 112 yards today. I mean, he didn't do anything. Now, in his he defense, was, he, he didn't, overshot rugs on a ball. He was throwing with the wind, and the ball just whoosh. Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not putting this on him at all. Like I, He just wouldn't survive. Neither would Goff. A lot of people wouldn't survive. Like, Baker's not going to survive in that division. Like, you got to... It, I see why it weeds people out. And I see why people stuck with Flacco, right? Cold. It's tough. I give the Raiders credit. I was opposite you. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking picking the Raiders? Like, I, I would not have agreed with you on that bet. The, you were right in that the Browns are soft as puppy shit. And the Raiders shoved them around. Like, the Raiders just established we're tougher than you. Not from a defensive standpoint, because their defense, turns out just Baker's not good. And not having Chubb oh. there, whatever. But the one thing the Raiders consistently did is just ran it down their throat. With Jacobs and a guy that we've been watching for years. I forgot he went to Grant High School. Uh, Devontae Booker's a good player. Like, if that guy's your backup, like, those two guys are physical runners. And they just controlled the game on the ground. Like, that was, in a game where it's that windy, there was a stretch in, like, the third quarter where it was, like, I couldn't tell if it was really thick rain or, like, a hailstorm. It was like, who the fuck is playing in this game? Then they game? give you the, the close-up. Uh, it was on a Josh Jacobs carry, right? Yeah. But who was... Who called that game? Kevin Kugler and uh, uh, Rick Spielman. Yeah, and he's like, uh, you know, you got to give these fans... And, I mean, the place is... As many fans could be there. Like, I, I wouldn't be there. Like, I, that's just a tough area. And the Raiders went in there and shoved them around. Like, that was... That was an impressive win. And I don't think the Browns are great. I mean, they're 5-3 and three or whatever, but like... That's a wild card type win, and I think the Raiders now are in position, yeah. you know, to make the playoffs. Yeah, and, and that just to me, like you, you were going to have to win that game. You would say the lock of the week probably would have been the under once we knew that it was fifty mile an hour wind. I, I didn't realize cold. that that's what the situation I didn't, was. I didn't I either. Yeah, until you sent me that text this morning that said like, "Here's a weather check," but because it looked way worse. Like I got the Philly game on right now; it looks normal. The Baltimore game might have been cold, but it wasn't. Like, that was the coldest game of the day yeah. from all the yeah. visuals I yeah. saw. And the most miserable. Oh, I mean. Because I think the, the Packers game was also very cold. Sub-freezing, I think. But but it was just sunny cold, yeah. right? Yeah. It was just a cold day in Lambeau. Um, yeah, I. but to me, again, I. The, like you said, the Raiders did what they had to do. Four and three, it's just about staying alive. You just lost to the Bucs. You had to win this game. Well, you win a road game when your quarterback throws for 112 yards by 10 points. You feel pretty good, in that, right? In those temperatures, you yeah. I, I, so I give them credit, but I also part of the reason I was confident is I felt like this is the kind this is the kind of team they beat. A team you nailed that, the Browns. A, yeah, it's it, exactly. It was more about the I, Browns. I thought the Browns were better. I thought the Browns were better. I think they stink. And and well, watching right. Baker, do. it's I. I'm out. I mean, we were out already. It's not new news, but. He's and you have been all over this from the jump. Athletically, he tries to make plays with his legs. He's not capable of making. His arm is not particularly good. I just don't. You texted me. Well, if like, you just, I if you just put the two guys, think about this: you put the two guys today side by side. Their numbers 
Both of them were pretty putrid. 15 to 24, 112 for Derek, 4.7 yards in attempt. Baker, 12 to 22, 120 yards, 4.9 attempts. So, I mean, it was just, do you have the rushing? In fairness, Derek, I thought, made some plays with his legs. What did Baker do? Well, Derek had six carries for 40 yards, average almost seven yards a carry. Like, and I saw Gruden's had a comment was like, the the underrated part of winning this game was a couple of Derek runs. Like his runs just made a big deal. But Derek is taller, way better arm, and is a better athlete. Like Derek is just and Derek is a flawed player that gets a lot of criticism. Derek was also a guy picked in the middle of the second round, or I guess early in the second round. This guy's the number one pick in the draft. Like, is it fair to say? And like, I'm not trying to diminish the Raiders' win. I I thought it was very very impressive. And I think they're in prime position now to make a wild card. Because they have like something they do really well. They can be a really physical team. And they have a consistent short passing game. I would say they have a great run game. And Renfro and Waller are just like excellent, right? When you need them. Yeah. They can get first downs. Renfro is just Renfro is a really good slot receiver. You know, like his four for twenty six, it felt like three of those four were either first downs or touchdowns, right? He has just big catches. And Waller just Five for twenty-eight, but he just does like he feels like he's playing a factor in the game. But they ran for two hundred yards on him, and when you run for two hundred yards on him, it's back to what you were saying. Like you're just kind of soft because that that game is like I mean Bill Parcells wherever he's retired in Florida gets like an erection looking at those conditions. We get to play in the sleet, freezing cold. We're gonna run it down your fucking throat, and that's what the Raiders ran it down their fucking throat. Thirty-one carries for one hundred twenty-eight yards with Josh Jacobs. That's actually, I didn't realize he was that productive today. Did we, I didn't realize. Did we talk about carries. that last week? Last week, like God, they just haven't gotten him going, like we thought they would consistently. Well, they did in this game. And I, and I don't know about you, like I thought watching De- even I'll say this for Derek too, like for the temperature, I didn't think he was uncomfortable. No, I just thought it because no. that's the kind of game that had to. be. Well, you just you're not going to complete balls like rugs. Not really. He was in my fantasy game, and then when I saw that it was super cold on like Friday or Saturday, I had to yank him out. Did you think that was a touchdown, the Rugs play? Would you have overturned uh, it? It felt like it was close to the white. I mean, I I think you just go with the call on the field. I I think he might have scored, but I don't... Did you think Renfro's was a touchdown? The were sneaking out of his side? Yeah. Did you? No, I thought it was. Well, it a, I thought so, it hit the ground. Uh, whatever. But there wasn't. But there wasn't an angle on it. Yeah, with the Renfro one. And honestly, some of those plays, I'm, I feel like sometimes I'm weird. I'm just like, yeah, he should get a touchdown on that. Yeah, me too. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I thought Jarvis. Did you think Jarvis has hit the ground for sure? I thought that was pretty close. I don't think I got a second. I don't remember looking. You know, at the that one, one kind of over his shoulder. I, my one, just back to the AFC North. I think anyone on the West Coast, I know obviously we got a lot of people in California listening to this podcast. I got a lot of respect for playing in those conditions because we really don't relate to that, right? There is there is a dramatic difference of just playing in the Bay Area, playing in LA, now playing in Vegas, playing in Arizona, than playing in those those conditions. And it is it is the one thing with football, like in basketball, you never have to worry about it. In golf, everyone's playing the same conditions. Where in football, you got to get ready all week to go. Like, how's that even? And I remember, also, I remember they were like, you know, Gruden was telling us he was wetting the balls all week. Like, it ain't the same. And I don't blame Gruden. What the hell is he supposed to do? Where, where like, were they playing a few years ago where they stayed in Florida, but they were squirting water on the ball to get ready for a it, Midwest it was the, cold it, game? It, it, was, it was the Chip Kelly Niners, and then they oh, went yeah. and played Matt Barkley in a snow game. So I did think listening on the 
I, I didn't quite catch what Schlereth said. Like, was it DK and Russ lived? To, it pro- wasn't Russell. He was saying something about DK for a month. They spent together living yeah, together. Yeah, I thought he came. I thought he came down to. I've heard Russ say this. Okay, I think he came to LA this off season and they spent a month together. So when he said that, it crossed my mind. Like, if you're not a good cold weather football player, does it make sense for you to just spend an off season in like I find the coldest place you can find? And you don't even have to play football. Just go outside every day in five degree temperatures, and then will it feel different to you when you come out? I, I don't totally hate that idea. The problem would be is you come back for off season activities, non corona, and and then once training camp starts, like do you do you, you know when Rocky in Rocky Four when he's like training in the in like uh, in Russia outside in the cold? Well, yeah, but if you train right before the fight. Well, if you train in January or February, and then you go through off-season activities in Vegas, and then you practice all, in, like, who even cares? You know? Yeah, I just, wonder, I, I just don't think there's anything you can do. Yeah, there might not be, but I thought they handled it. They handled it well today. They handled it well. But I think they're, I think actually think they're kind of built with a power run game. They don't really have the defense, but I, the they problem. need today. But if you, if you, two things travel: defense and power run games. Well, here's like the thing, and that's a conference, right? Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Buffalo, like the Raiders. If they're making the playoffs as a wild card, they're going to go on the road to Buffalo, to Pittsburgh or Baltimore, right? Or Kansas City. Like, if they make the playoffs, they are playing in a cold weather game. Well, and it's I would a, say this if it's, it's cold a for them, if it's cold and sunny, if it's rainy, if, if it's the kind of game that helps their defense, maybe that's not you'd, the worst. You'd thing rather have rain. You'd rather have rain, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying if you're going to have awful conditions, just bring everything because that helps their defense. If it's twenty-two yeah. degrees and sunny, like I don't, that doesn't really help them. No, because Patrick Mahomes still completes balls. But it, but if it's just going to look like like the Niners Ravens game did last year or that Browns game, now it's you just know it's thirty-five degrees. No one, I mean thirty-five uh, mile an hour winds. No one's completing twenty-eight passes. You know what's weird about like I watch Jarvis Landry. I'm like I like Jarvis Landry, and then he'll just have like a bad drop, and to me. I can live with my outside guys, like a DK, a Keenan Allen, guys that make huge plays. When you're the slot receiver, and this Edelman has had this happen to him the last year and a half, you got to catch basically everything. When you like get, you're even when you Ferrer, get broken in half over the middle, like yeah, he did. But, but even some of it, like just normal routes with Jarvis, like he'll just drop it when he's, they, they just have some bad drops. I, I can live with my outside wide receiver having bad drops. It's a pretty big kick in the dick when your slot receiver drops balls pretty big. And also balls. now without Odell and Hooper, he's like their he's their number one guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, other stuff. We so we just did a Justin Herbert video. We talked a lot about him Sunday after their game. Heartbreaking Chargers loss, which just like every Chargers loss is. Uh, Tua meanwhile made his debut. John, he won the game. His passing line was. Oh, I had it here a second ago. 12, I got it. Twelve of twenty-two. 93 yards. 93 yards. Oh my God. One touchdown. Um, and from what I did, you see much of it? Uh, well, I, I, we didn't get that game. I, I had it on red zone. They'd come up when they'd have a pick six, a fumble six, or just destroying the ramps. I had their, I had the Dolphins defense in DraftKings. Well, they had multiple touchdowns, right? Yeah. They had they did. a pick six, and then I think they had a fumble six. It was yeah, a very good they, performance, uh, by them. They it they're kind of, they're right like, there with the Raiders. They're actually right there with they're four and three. I didn't I, quite. I mean, I knew that, but I didn't quite realize it. Now this game also, you know, part of the context of it is that Schefter reported, and I, I think I said this on the podcast last week. It doesn't take a brain scientist here to figure this out. 
that uh, part of pl- part of making the decision to go to Tua was about them figuring out what they have. They've got all these. They've got four picks in the first two rounds. They got their number one. They have the Texans number one. The Texans are not turning the corner anytime soon. So it's like, would they do? They were on the other end of that Josh Rosen trade. They're the ones that acquired Josh Rosen when the Cardinals took Kyler Murray. So, not being sarcastic here. Yeah, I really like the brain scientists. It sounds like something I would say. It combines brain surgeon I, I and know, rocket like scientist. It <laughs> it's it's actually might we just might have to. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's fantastic. I'm proud I, of that one. Listen, I I I can't pretend to watch every snap of this game because we just wasn't on the couple clips I saw. Tua just does look really small. Now his one touchdown was like this little sidearm right in the red zone. Like, yeah, cool. I don't know, man. I I, I do think it's going to be pretty difficult. Now their coach is clearly pretty good, right? They beat the shit out of the Rams, like twenty-eight to seven. When I kept it, it was twenty-eight to seven, pretty quick, and it was it was the route was on. You know what it reminded me of? It felt like Goff's been playing terrible. Guy. It it felt like the was it the first Niner Packer game that was over? The Niners like scored on the on the did they recover? Yeah, on Aaron Rodgers. It was on, it was on NBC. Yeah, was, it was on right. NBC. Remember, it was like this game's over. That's what it felt like. You're right. Golf has not looked good for several weeks. Yeah, the, to me, again, I'm not trying to defend Jimmy, but Jimmy's best attribute right now is his contract, right? Golf, they are stuck. And there has to be, and I know Sean McVay and Les Snead drafted him. They like the guy, but pretty big issue. I just wonder with the Dolphins, like, if he's average... Are you going to be able to make the decision just based on these next eight games? Like, it is kind of a tough spot. Now, you see Justin Fields' stats so far this year, unreal. Like, they might win the national championship. Trevor Lawrence is fantastic. Zach Wilson flying up the draft boards, you know, faster than a fucking rocket ship right now. Like, there are going to be some quarterbacks where they probably have a pick. And I, I just, I don't know if you would have done this 10 years ago. Like, 10 years ago, right? If we had a pot a podcast, yeah, a podcast exists ten years ago. I don't even think this would have been an option. You just drafted him five. This is your guy for the next three or four years. I think now you're like, well, what if he's not as good as these other guys? We just there's a team in the league that literally just did it, and it's been pretty fruitful for them. Do you think the Cardinals are playing a role in their thinking here? Or is uh, just- I th- I, the Cardinals have changed the way I think about it one hundred percent, and I think they've probably changed the way other people think about it. Because the Jets are thinking about it, although it's not really the same situation. We've had a few years of Darnold, and I like, you know, I, there's still a chance. But I think if the Dolphins have to be thinking about it, the Giants certainly have to be thinking about it. Like, why would you, what, what, you, you, why would you tie yourself to a quarterback beyond? It, it makes perfect sense because you're like, well, I don't draft capital is too valuable. I can't. You draft multiple players at every other position. Having a receiver doesn't stop you from drafting the best receiver available. Having an offensive lineman doesn't stop you. Having a corner, you just. So why do we treat the most important position differently? And here's the other part of it: the sooner you do it, the sooner you can flip the other guy. There's some other team out there that what do they give up a second for Rosen? Yeah, Tua is the, the Dolphins did. <laughs> yeah, I mean certainly. Let, let's who knows what this year looks like. But if you told me they decided to trade him and they got the twenty fifth, they got Bills. Well, not not Bill this year. He's gonna have too good of a pick. But they get somebody else's pretty solid pick. 
you'd go, okay, well, fine. Why not? If you think the next guy up is going to be so much better than him, the problem is, are they going to be able do you, to... You have to, you have to trade them. Let's say the Texans picks top five. And they don't like them. Any way you can keep them and just do the two thing, or do you got to get pick one? Wait, wait, say that again. So let's say the Texans have like the fourth pick. Yeah. And they're able to get one of the top quarterbacks that they think is better than Tua. Can you keep Tua, or do you have to trade him draft night? Oh. I think it's different than the... It feels different than the Rosen thing, right? They kept Rosen around for a little no. bit. No. No? They traded Rosen draft night, remember? I don't... I obviously... No, I don't remember that. For some reason... Yeah, I they draft they Kyler okay. number one yeah, overall. You gotta, you gotta... And then he's traded by the next Yes, it is hours. not a competition. You gotta make... Yeah. You gotta trade him. The problem for them is gonna be... They pass uh, on Herbert? Uh... uh who? The Dolphins. Because <laughs> if they just had Herbert, oh, they'd be oh, right. Well, yeah, that's part of this, too. It's like, there's no question. No, you're right about that. I was just going to say, the part, the other problem is like, is that whoever has the number one pick, obviously the Texans wouldn't use it, but are you going to, is someone who doesn't need a quarterback going to end up at number one? Like, are the Giants, are the Jets going to put number one and not use the pick on Trevor Lawrence? So maybe no, you're doing Tre- it for Justin Fields. No, he's going. Yeah. That's what this to me, is Justin about. Fields is going too. Uh, hell, guy, f- there's a chance four quarterbacks go in the top ten. I, watching uh, Zach Wilson last night, like, he's a top ten p- talent. Like, he's going in the top ten. Like, he's a talent. Well, his film he's is going to be better than, it is, I'm telling you, it's better than, what's his name? Trey Lance? Steed McGee, yeah, Trey Lance. <laughs> Trevor but Lawrence started since he was a fresh, true freshman at BYU. Who? Uh, did I say Trevor Lawrence? Zach Wilson. Yeah. True freshman at, at BYU. Utah didn't take him only because they had another guy. Uh, Jack uh, Tuttle. Sears? Jack Tuttle, who was like the highest rated recruit Utah had ever gotten. And they promised him they wouldn't recruit another quarterback. So they don't take this kid, Zach Wilson, who grew up like season ticket family BYU games, and uh, and Tuttle then leaves the program, and they, they got to watch Zach Wilson at BYU. So is Tuttle still at the program? No, no, he left. He's at like I don't even know where he is, Illinois or something. I don't know where. Well, he, he is. Here's what I know: like the highest. Whenever I hear at a program, Indiana. non like USC was he their starter? No, because they're actually pretty good. No, oh, he's so he's just yeah. I just I think really good quarterbacks are in this draft, and I'm just watching Tua. And we it happens fast. I just wonder if it translates. I don't know. I don't think. Sorry, I just saw the Ben uh, Denucci did like what this. Just happened? He did like this submarine throw, and somebody in my timeline tweeted, "You're on notice, Mahomes." But the throw like goes to nobody. <laughs> His receiver is, I think, Amari is out of bounds. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let me send you this tweet. You you deserve this joy. Well, I see the picture is like his legs are crossed. Amari's both his feet are out of bounds. Fletcher Cox is right in front of him. It looks like he's like throwing like uh like he's Brandon Crawford trying to you know make a quick little pass. Yes, I just throw. I just texted you this tweet. <laughs> You're on notice, Mahomes. <laughs> Zach Wilson did a little underhand one. Did you see that one? I, I'm telling you, Zach Wilson is sweet guy. I'm Zach Wilson. Oh, he's really is good. Really. Really talented. Here's the other thing. Now, I, I called really one of talented. his games when he was a freshman. I didn't remember him as a 6'3 guy, which he's listed at. Maybe 6'2, but he's not. Yeah, look, looks six a little even. smaller. 
I don't think. I think maybe he's taller. When you did Utah BYU, yeah. also Fox Sports One national television, no big deal. Did he was a starting quarterback? He, for BYU yeah, that he year? was a true freshman. Yeah, and it was clear so, like this guy's pretty good. It was clear like I think Utah took, did missed missed out <laughs> immediately. But Utah, but you saw Utah just said no, right? Just for title. Yeah, they just weren't. Yeah, exactly. They just didn't. Record. What about Jack Sears? He played. He starts at Boise State. What's that guy's deal? He was at SC. He was like SC's so, third. Well, guy. I know. So he was a big. He was a big recruit, and then transferred because he wasn't going to start once Slovis started starting. Uh, yeah, I think even I don't know if he was he like the third stringer behind JT. Didn't he, didn't he play really quick, and then he got hurt, and Slovis came in because wasn't well, Matt, Slovis the third string quarterback? Yeah, Matt. Off? Well, they had Matt Fink was like the other guy. I don't think Sears played in a Ever meaningful. Played at USC. Okay. I don't think he did. I mean, he did was play, he, but... But here's what I was thinking. Remember when JT Daniels, week one last year, tears his Yeah, game? I think Matt... Was Slovis Fink, the backup quarterback, or wasn't there another guy? No, Slovis was the backup. He got hurt, and then the other guy, Matt Fink, came in and was throwing those, like, just Hail Mary passes against Utah, and then got okay, beat by yeah, Washington yeah. the next week. Did you see that Washington, the line opened at six and a half, Cal plus six and a half? It's already back down to, like, two. Like, hey, guys, isn't Cal better than Washington? I did not see that line movement. Well, there's been a huge line movement just because the line was way off. Because Cal's I, at home, right? Or is that game at UW? Do you know off the top of your? I mean, I, I, sh- I don't know. I should know. But that. isn't just regardless where it's at? Isn't Cal just the better football team? Well, just, they play well against them all the time, Cal. Yeah, when they're both good. Uh, it's like a Cal home Washington game. Yeah. A- Washington pe- people sneaky like Washington because they just they've recruited well. Yeah. Um, but I just I'm not their quarterback situation to me. I'm. Well, Jake well, Hayner, by me, the way, looked good for the Bulldogs. That guy is pretty sweet. There is this part of football Thursday night, lifetime ago. Like, listen, it, it's a, it's a coaching sport, college and the pros. But the Jimmys and the Joes do matter. So, like, ultimately, on Tua, like, who's he playing with? Like, the one thing Herbert he is throwing, he threw a badass touchdown today, basically one handed over shoulder. I don't know to Mike fucking Williams. Do you know what happened to Mike Williams? He played at Clemson. He went in the top ten. Like my, that's not like oh where'd they get this guy a uh, scrap heap Fresno State undrafted free agent no they got him at Clemson like in the top they where, they drafted him in the top ten like that is who he's throwing to now he's also throwing to Guyton but he's also making sweet plays to Keenan Allen who you know is gonna make like 150 million dollars in the NFL like his, his options I do just wonder like I do I don't think Schefter's just throwing that out there because when I saw that I was like God you know Flores maybe he's a little like Belichick. It is kind of hard to judge the position when you're just... Would Justin Herbert look that sweet with Miami? He'd probably look sweeter than Tua, but I don't think... He wouldn't be throwing all these touchdown passes, I don't think, right? But you're right. Like They probably are sitting there going, wait, did we make the right... They're in a weird spot. Did we make the right evaluation on this guy? Yeah. So that would be the thing is... Listen, if we are wrong, we're a moron if we don't pivot with this opportunity the Texans gave us, right? But it, but it's hard. It, it's good, really, really. Franchise quarterbacks don't always look like Justin Herbert has looked in the first six weeks of their careers either. Most guys struggle early on. So are they going to get the answers they need on Tua? That's what I'm saying. Like Rosen looked bad, but he got a full. Didn't he get a full season? Yeah, but remember, his team, they were like worst offensive line. He was line awful. In the That's true. Yeah. But they clearly were right. Like Kyler was good, and Rosen just has not found the field. Yeah, no, I. 
But I think if like they could get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, I don't think anyone would give them shit. Right? They're just better athletes. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence would be a no-brainer. I'd even say Justin Fields. That's the other part you know, of this that's clear, is you don't, like, you will get credit for doing what people historically don't do. Yeah. And I, I think the pushback would be, right, this is why you made all those moves. This is why you made all those trades, to give yourself options. Right. Well, that's part of football. Yeah. You, they'd be like, this is why we made all these great moves. Did you uh, did you watch the uh, video that I texted you of uh, Danucci's underhand throw? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it flew by Amari, who was out of bounds. <laughs> I just love his feet placement. They were like crossed. Oh my god! It is a pretty. I mean, it's a name that you would see. I watched this weekend uh, Casino. Yeah, the movie with De Niro yeah. and Pesci, and it's just a great mob movie. But it's a lot of those like type names, like Danucci's. Like Danucci just feels like he would be a member of a mob family, right? He just Danucci, you know, it's just a great Italian name. Uh, and now he's playing quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, who actually are fucking hanging it. You know, if you took him, I think the the final point spread was like 11. Really? It's not even halftime yet, 7 to 6. Yeah, Danucci didn't get any love. Uh, I wonder if anybody took him in DraftKings. Let me check in on the uh, Ham League. Got a 100-person uh, game this week, which was a good time. I, I mean, for somebody. Uh, but uh, get in our DraftKings League. Here's what you do. You get the DraftKings app, or you just you go to the old desktop site, but you sign up with code HAM. Sign up with code HAM, and then get in the Haberman and Middlecoff League. If you can't find it, you can always uh, DM us, and we'll, we'll help you out. Yep. Download the DraftKings app right now. Promo code HAM. We got weekly games. You can just take our money, especially mine. I mean, I'm, I'm the worst fantasy football player you'll ever meet, but I keep playing because it is very fun. Download the app. Promo code HAM. You have to get them within the salary cap. It's it's pretty basic and very easy to figure out. You just need to pick the right players. Like today, DK Metcalf, Patrick Mahomes, Dalvin Cook scored 7 million fantasy points. Meanwhile, I got Le'Veon Bell, who I barely scored You know, Boy, five. we had similar... I took Le'Veon, too. We had kind of similar teams. Yeah, well, I, I've been asking you questions because you've actually been much better than me, and I kind of took this approach with the curveball of Jimmy Garoppolo... And I realize I'm just going to pick like normal sweet players from here on out. Mm. That's my just Mahomes. I'm picking Mahomes. I don't care who they're playing. I'm picking Mahomes next week. Uh, congratulations, John, this week to T Lumps, who won first place in the ham game, 225 bucks. Crooked 82, second place, 180 bucks. T Laz 10, third place, $135. Uh, LM, Lamp 1184, 90 bucks, fourth place. Uh, he is elite, clearly a listener. Fourth, uh, fifth place, sixty-eight bucks. Uh, Makerland, fifty bucks in sixth place. Jay Aguiar, I'm, I'm going to go through the whole leaderboard here, all ten, forty-one dollars. <laughs> did, did, did someone hit you up in DMs? It's like, guys, we got a shark in the game because you yeah. know there are these DraftKings sharks that like enter all these games and take people's money, not right. literally steal it. They just beat you. Yeah, they just win. Like, they have some inside information, like they knew Dalvin Cook was going to run for all these touchdowns today. You know, or they knew Mahomes was going to throw for five touchdowns. I don't know. It's just. It's not, you know, to the mob movie when someone robs a bank or whatever. That's like robbery. To me, if you put together a great DraftKings game, I don't care if you got the best algorithms ever. You still, like, there's still some luck involved. Yeah. and Chance, luck, I don't know. Yeah, it's whatever. I'll tip my hat to the Sharks. No doubt. (laughs) Uh, Jay Aguiar said him, uh, Jay Wickham, 41 bucks. I got to assume that person's name is Jeff. Jay Wickham sounds like Jeff would be your first name. Um, Ram Prado, 36 bucks in ninth place. And Brendan RBI, uh, or RBL. 36, uh, 36 bucks in uh, 10th place. So that was top 10. We're going to have 
we got to go big on the Masters, right? Got to yes. go big on the Masters in, in a, a yes, week so and I a half. Got so some, your, I already got some guys I'm already thinking about. Get your uh, – Got my squad. <laughs> a few – squad. Several weeks ago when I – I don't know if I – I won the ham game. And then uh, somebody showed me that my lineup would have won $10,000 in another game. I've done the thing where I take my ham game and I just put it, I just find one of those like $2 games where first place is 10 grand and I throw yeah. that same lineup in there. And uh, that did not work out very well this week. Well, I, I've done that with golf and in football since you told me to do that after that Harding Park. I've finished dead last in several games where the winner gets ten thousand. I'm like guy. <laughs> there are like seventy five hundred people that entered one game. I finished. I swore to God, seventy two fifty or something. I mean, I was so far down there, it was embarrassing. But the thing about I've those done games, that every time, like, well, I if know. I get the great time, well, I here's want, what I want honestly, what's happened to me a lot in those games. If it's like you know twenty thousand people in the game, if you just finish, it's like a two dollar game. If you finish like fifteen thousand, you might get your money back, right? You win yeah. two bucks or win three. So that actually that happened to me last week where I just. Put in. I just threw five dollars in other games, and I won seven in those two games combined. Whatever, just you know, helps you, helps you the next. You week. know, one thing we could do for the Masters week, they have incredible props. We haven't ever dove in for uh, the big golf tournaments. Like, I actually think there's some value on to guys to miss cuts, like Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, like to miss the cut. Like sometimes you can get plus odds on those mm, guys to. That miss actually the sounds cut. like something fun to do. Yeah, like I listen. I love Tiger and Phil, but. I would put money on both those guys not making the cut. I don't know about you. Yeah, we cold weather tigers. Uh, not feeling good about it. Yeah. Bye bye. When uh, Kisner posted a video getting ready for the Masters, was he in a deer blind? What What was that video? Yeah, I think it, it was, was he a was joke? being he was being sarcastic. I, okay, like, I getting ready so. for the Masters. Like I'm fucking shooting a bow and arrow at like some uh, some elk walking by me. But I don't think I didn't see any animals. I think he was just bored up there. Part of being in the blind up in the tree, you might not actually see anything. Yeah. Uh, all right. Some other stuff, John. Raven Steelers, hell of a game. Lived up to it. Fantastic. I mean, if you just give me Raven Steelers, give me Steelers, just give me the Steelers. I still think I now, it, you know, the Chiefs might be the best team, but without question, I, I, for, I just, I love the Steelers right now. Now they, they've won two really tough games back to back weeks, too. Their defense is so fast. Like, their front four... J.J. is one of the more famous players of his generation. I think he won, like, three defensive player years in, like, four years. He's an all-time great. Like, I, I think J.J. Watt, even if it's kind of over for him now, should go to the Hall of Fame. His brother is a fucking force. His brother is so good. And Roethlisberger, there were moments saying, like, God, he looks kind of old, but he just... Say what? Say what you want about him. He's smart. I actually think he's like kind of like Philip Rivers now in the sense of forever it was he was this great athlete. He could like shed people off. Now he's kind of like this smart, heady player that can't really move. He's kind of, uh, he's not, his mobility shot. You know, he's 38 years old. He just can't really move anymore. But they have receivers. I mean, Juju is like a fantastic possession receiver. Claypool is just a monster. Ebron had a nice couple plays today that I saw. I, I just thought that Roethlisberger just played a really, really headsy game. And I think we got to ask the question, like, Lamar threw two picks, opens up the game with a pick six, throws a pick late in the game that helped the Steelers take the lead. Like, li listen, I people will call me a Lamar hater. I'll be the first to say he is a remarkable athlete. 
And if you tell me his game is on, I enjoy watching Lamar play. Like if it's the Ravens are on against a good team, like I I, I enjoy watching the football game. But I think you got to ask the question: like, is he good enough? Like their goal now is to not. They're five and two. They're going to win 11, 12 games. Like they, they knew that. Like they're really good. Maybe eleven. They lost Ronnie Stanley. Bad luck. Bad luck for who? Not for his agent. He just signed a ninety-nine million dollar contract. Yeah, not for his agent, not for the player. But clearly, well, I mean, he's it one is of their for best the, player. Just, I felt it's, that was it, all it sucks. Bad. Yeah, yeah, his leg got snapped. I, I had to like kind of do a snap away. It was clear, like, ugh. Well, you tweeted this, uh, and you're right, right? When an offensive lineman is visibly in pain, you know it's bad because those guys are the toughest people. Oh, uh, re- really bad. I right away when he's slamming fists, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't think. And then when you see the, to me, the players. The, the like your teammates and even the opposing players, their reaction immediately can always like if a guy's probably because we don't hear their yells or screams. I don't think that the audible, you know, like coming through the screams. Some sometimes we do. Like we're like, oh my god, you just hear them screaming in pain. But I they do, and you knew it was over. But that wasn't the reason they lost. Like Lamar can't. He turns the ball over, and, and they guy, look at their stats. They ran for two hundred sixty five yards today. Like. 265 yards? This isn't... We're not playing Fresno State. Like, if you run for 265 yards in the NFL, like, I, I would, in a million years, wouldn't have guessed they would have been able to be that productive against the Steelers. J.K. Dobbins is good. That Gus Edwards guy is good. And obviously, Lamar is just a fantastic athlete. But we right before we press record, you know, we talked about that final play, and you were like... You know, they said, like, uh, I forget how the announcer even phrased well, it. Was it was just like, is Lamar going to be able to pick this up on fourth and three? And it was like yeah. insinuating, like, is he be able to run far enough to get the... I mean, he was... And what did he, and what did he do? Well, he did, John. He, he was 13 to 28 against the Steelers. His overall saying, numbers look... But I'm saying on that given play, he yeah. ended up running, right? And I'm saying if my quarterback's 46%, I'd probably run him too. <laughs> I would too, but if the, if the, if the roles were reversed... What would they have said about the Steelers? Like, are they going to Claypool or are they going to Juju? Well, yeah. Right? Right. But I'm just what would they say about the Mahomes? What would they say about Russell Wilson? Like, that is that is not the formula to win. It's, it's just against good teams. They they'll beat the Browns, they'll pound the, you know, the fucking Jags, the they'll beat the Raiders, whoever. Washington. You ain't beating the Steelers or the or the Chiefs. And that's isn't that the only goal for the Ravens right now? Steelers, Chiefs, Titans? Like, those are the three teams they're trying to be better than? Let's yeah, I mean, his win the AFC? The best teams they've played, right? Kansas City, he was 54%. Pittsburgh, he was 46%. Philly's defense, which, you know, can be very difficult, was, he was 59%. We had this argument. Since he was 51%? Jeez. Maybe within the last month, might just sometime during this football season, you were pretty confident that he was going to get a big contract extension this offseason. I just... He's clearly a really good player, and, and he's going to be. Is he's your quarterback for the next handful of years? Your team's going to be good. I do think it's a predicament, though, right? Because he's going to want huge money. No, he's the MVP. I, look, you're not going to get disagreement. I, I, don't, I, I don't think it's a black and white situation of just like, oh yeah, give him 150 million, right? Well, my 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 argument is not that I think he's clearly the he's clearly like, oh, you got an MVP for it. like I'm I'm I am everything you said about him as a quarterback. I'm with you. But the problem also, I think, for them is what happens if they, like you said, go win 11 games? What what are you going to do? Now, maybe you just well, tag gonna, them. They're going to win 11. You know? so, so what what do you do with your quarterback who won the MVP two years ago when you win 11 or when you win 11 football games well, in the I, National Football League? I would just let it play another so, year. So, yeah, okay. What's the so, rush? So you're saying just you're just tagging him. 
Well, no, he's a fifth. He's a first round quarterback. This is the great part about getting them. Remember, they trade up to pick thirty two. This is year three. You got year four actually on really cheap money, and then you just will play it out. If he has a big year four and takes a huge step, I, I do think they got a little more time. We always push right. You got to pay him. You got to pay him. You got to pay him. I'm not the biggest believer in that because sometimes you get a goth. Say what you want about the Cowboys. If they would have paid Dak right now, he's got a broken ankle. Like They still have options. I, I just think sometimes, unless it's Russell Wilson, unless it's Mahomes, unless it's Rodgers, unless it's fucking LeBron James or you know Mike Trout, like sometimes just take a deep breath. Let's let it... They signed a contract. Just let it go. Because this one, let's just see how it plays out. And I, But I think this offseason, you got to take care of Lamar, regardless of how the season plays out. And I, well, I would slow play it a little. Yeah, I, I think that's... Uh... I think it's a good way to approach it. And I am not, you got to quote unquote, you got to take care of Lamar. I just, I can just see how they can get stuck, but I don't think you got to, I'm, I agree with you there. I don't think you got to take care of Lamar. And you would say that if you are stuck with Lamar, you could be stuck with a lot. Now, if they find a way to, now, if they find a way to, if they're in the AFC championship game, well, you win the AFC or get to the AFC championship. You feel better about it. You would, but I, I, I but, would, but I would need a play. I would need at least a playoff victory before I ever talked extension. At, going into year three, when I got another year to play with before the fifth year option. Yeah, that's legit. That's I, my that's I, my take. Given what we've seen to this point, I'm with you. But here's the one thing: like, here's my appreciation for Lamar. Like, he pops. Like, he, there's a lot to work with there. I, I can see why coaches love him. He's a great kid. It's like. Okay, I, I I completely get it. I didn't think he was going to be this good, and and clearly it's like yeah, he won the MVP. I, no, I know I was wrong last year. Like and still watching this year when he's quote unquote struggling, he's not bad, right? I mean the one pick he threw, not the pick six, which was really bad, the pick that he threw toward the end of the game. This dude made a great play. It was just like listen, that's a great play. Probably shouldn't have made the throw, but when you have Lamar, like I I'm a big I was watching football all day Saturday. I mean, what else are you going to do? And you just, I, I, I'm i a huge believer in this. And I was thinking about this. Well, I saw we you, play, you about, play a little barefoot golf on Saturday too. Well, my, my brother just has, he lives on a golf course now, must be nice, has, we live on a par five. But if you hit it from his backyard, you can play it as a par four. So we're just going to put a tee on his backyard where you can Genius. just play it instead. Kind of fun. I never saw anybody second to, shot, by the way. Uh, no, because most, I hit a couple homes. Uh, I was also using like my dad's driver from, I didn't have my golf clubs from like the early nineties <laughs> that players like Jared Goff. Cause I said that the quarterbacks that can't move are a thing of the past. And you said, well, what's going to happen to that guy? And just watching football the last couple weeks and like the dude from Clemson, who's a five-star guy, but just all the college quarterbacks, right? Zach Wilson, all the good ones. I don't think that guy, like the, the maturation of the player gets to start in high school anymore. Like he, he just has to go play baseball or play basketball or play golf or something. Like I don't think that Jared Goff, for the most part, if he's at a big time high school, plays. Like I don't think he's the starting quarterback. I think the guy that's like the athletic guy. Now you got to be accurate. Like you can't. This isn't like the '90s where the athletic guys weren't accurate. Because clearly the Zach Wilsons, the Justin Fields, but even the Kylers, like all these guys coming up. I don't think the Philip Rivers or Eli's will exist anymore, guy. I, I just I don't because I don't think they'll they'll make it to college. I don't think the college is going to be recruiting that player because when I watch these players, I, I would say all the all the quarterbacks' athleticism now is increased 
by 15-20%, just on the baseline. I'm not even talking about the Lamars. I'm just talking what Eli and Rivers used to be if they were just at like their baseline as pocket quarterbacks. That athleticism is up 20%. It's like the evolution of when we were kids in the 90s, most NBA or most good basketball players couldn't really shoot. You know, a small percentage were good shooters. Now it's like the baseline of shooting is way up, right? Like the percentages. I just think it's the maturation of the quarterback position and, and the way the kids and really what the coaches are looking for and the type guy that maybe that guy would have played linebacker or tight end or whatever, he's just more likely now to maybe play quarterback and getting getting an immediate shot early because that's what they're looking for in these offenses and definitely in college. So I don't think the even Jared Goff is going to be much harder to find now on big-time programs. But uh, the one thing I would say is there's – yeah, on big time programs, you might be right. There's because there's a million programs. There's always a place for a quarterback to go. There's always a quarterback coach willing to take your money and a seven on seven team that would, right? But if I'd even can, say the smaller programs. You, 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 you did it, did either you did San Jose State, New Mexico? Did either one of those guys could they both they both could run right? Uh, yeah, one of them was definitely very athletic. The other, Nick Starkle, was the big time A and M to Arkansas, big time recruit. Uh, he's he's. He's not. Uh, he's not a statue by any stretch, but he's just, he's a passer. I didn't really get to see him run around too much, but obviously the other teams in the Mountain West, like watching Fresno State's guy. I just, I just think you just. I just watched college football this year. I mean, look at the guy Michigan. It turns out they lost, but that guy. I didn't really watch much of that game. Is he got a little Cam Newton to him? Uh, Is that he's athletic? That's probably yeah, I mean, strong. Yeah, yeah he's I, a big time athlete, right? I mean. I think um, I, you, you just, I just think the I just, offenses you, are just built right. It's just harder. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, how are the, like how is Philip Rivers in 2005? Like, where, where are you just going to turn on college football and see that guy playing? Here's the thing: I, I don't Rivers think he will. Is like a really good football player, right? Yeah, but they don't build the offenses like that anymore. Well, I understand. Like the offense but part has of gone the away from. They don't that. is because those that guy who most guys who play the way Philip plays aren't good enough to play that way. Right. Yeah, but I think even in high school now, that guy's going to be less likely to get on the field, and he'll like play baseball. Maybe I'm just saying when we talk about Philip or Goff or the Mannings, we're talking about the exceptions to the rule. So if that guy shows up at your school, do you go, "Well, I have this guy, I can play a different way"? But than but, I would they, but they play. were like the better versions. But I, I'm just saying, like 20 years ago, the entire league was that. Now those guys were better I agree with you. than the other guys. Right. They were all pocket quarterbacks. I understand. And they were just I, enormous dudes. They all look like Carson Palmer. Now Carson Palmer and these guys were better than them, but the shittier ones were that were like Andrew Walters or you know to start going around the league, uh, whoever the players were, like Brody Croyle or you know whoever the shitty ones were. That I just th- those guys are going to be weeded out, and it's just going to be DJ Ugagakis. You know, whoever the club, but you just got to be able to move. I, if you can't yeah. move, I just don't think you're playing. Uh, and I'm saying I mostly agree with that. But I like Jared Goff to me will always have a high school to play, a high school to play at because I just think he's. Gonna but be I think so he's less. I think he's growth. less, way less likely now to like end up a cow. The way we keep moving forward with what people are looking for in quarterbacks, uh, college because good, you got to you got to move the offense. Are so hard to find though. I know, but look at every quarterback you're seeing on Saturdays. They all can fucking move. You, yeah, but because that's a, but that's just, all you're seeing. I don't think the but um, we're already skipping. I don't think the Jared Goffs they don't exist as much even four or five years later in high school. All these guys can move. I'm watching all these quarterbacks, yeah, and I'm just saying like, Jared Goffs school, didn't. I'm, I guess my point is Jared Goffs didn't exist. There aren't that many Jared Goffs in any year. He's an exception to the rule. 
I know, but ultimately, I'm talking about the guy that ends up with a chance to play in the pros. I, I just think Jared Goff, like, he was already an outlier probably five years ago about being, like, true pocket quarterback, couldn't move. Like, he was an outlier when he went to Cal, right? Just about yeah. most quarterbacks don't really look like that anymore. I, yeah. I just think they're just di- disappearing. Ultimately, I just think there's too many bad at the NFL level. Yes. And the college level as from a coaching standpoint, you're just miss rate is going to be so much lower if you don't ever even try for a Jared Goff. Right. If you're just like, hey, I don't need an NFL level passer to run my offense. That's what made that's what's made Oklahoma so incredible. Right. It's like Kyler was an NFL level passer in an offense that you don't necessarily need one. But it's easier. It's easier in college at the big programs because you get a guy or two every year, so you can weed them in and out. It's harder in the NFL. You kind of get stuck with a guy. Yeah. Well, there's that too. But I, I, I wouldn't you say that Alabama is a good example? Like Mac Jones, I guess Tua is on the lower end, but even he's more mobile. It's not like some stiff. And Mac Jones can move. Like they have proven, like they've just taken some athletes, Jalen Hurts, and won a bunch of games, right? They've yeah. kind of adapted their style. I, mean, and they I don't were know what the, the, the guy they got bastions of next. Yeah, SC was the other one that was kind of the last, right? SC did not. They didn't go spread for it. They were just big, big time. But isn't that guy? Arm. I want to call him Bryce Drew or Drew Bryce or whoever it's the top Bryce, dude is from uh, Southern California. Yeah. Bryce Love. It's that's Bryce at Love, Alabama. Yeah, he's he's well, an athletic guy. He's not the kind Drew of guy Love. traditionally SC would have recruited or Alabama for that matter. But isn't he? He's at Alabama right now. The kid from South yeah, Carolina, yeah, right? He's at Alabama. But he, but like you said, he can move, correct? Bryce Young. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it's just and just watching the the DJ kid from Clemson, like Trevor Lawrence proved was it was it the Ohio State game last year in the Final Four when he had a bunch of yards running. He's a big time athlete, and clearly Justin Fields is too. I don't know if this DJ guy is quite that, but he's in like. When Roethlisberger first got to the NFL in those first like five or six years, wouldn't you say Roethlisberger was on the high end of ad lib athleticism and just being able to keep plays alive yeah. for a pocket quarterback? Right. He was just it was hard to tackle him. That that to me is kind of what that guy looks like. Like I don't think he's going to be running for have like eighty yard rushing games, right? But he is going to be he did have a throw some run, defensive linemen down and throw darts. He had, a, he had a nice touchdown run that game, but if he started the rest of the year, let's say he'd throw up some pretty good stats. Would he be a first-round pick? You're saying as a true freshman? As a true freshman. Yeah. Uh, because uh, he is massive. Like, to me, there was no excuse. Now, they ultimately won the game, but they were down. I saw it was, it was what was it, like 28-13? It was the biggest home deficit for a number one team at halftime since, like, the 60s. ETN, ETN fumbled on the goal line to score. They picked it up, and it was like a huge kind of swing. I just was watching it going, you don't get to... Do the well, we didn't have Trevor Lawrence this week. So, like, not when you're Clemson and your quarterback is the national player of the year and at home, at home, and you're playing B. Now, BC's got some, they're frisky, but you don't get to play that game. So, I was happy they won because now, now we'll see what happens with uh, Notre Dame this week. It's a big game. Notre Dame's good. I watched some of the, I mean, it's an ACC really matchup. Yeah, that's game of the week. I would love I, to see him win. So the, to your but, question, but I, he, I, I, I do think this quarterback, now he's not eligible. Does this year, if you're a guy like him, does this year even count? Like, Well, the year doesn't count for anyone, but you are allowed, you know, the, it's not like you have to stay he, in In three year. years, he'd be eligible. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can't be like, no, that year didn't count. And, we got and, him for and four. I don't know what they'll <laughs> call him. I don't know if they'll call him a 
redshirt sophomore. I don't know. I think they'll just call him. Yeah, I don't know. You'll have draft-eligible sophomores, I guess, after. So this year does not count for anybody, but if you're a sophomore or a freshman, it does count if you eventually want to leave. Like it, you don't. They don't get yeah, to yeah, not yeah. count you, it. For no, you. they don't hold it against <laughs> you. But yes, everybody. It's a free year of eligibility. But it's cool for the guys that are fringe guys that want to come back that yeah. they get an extra senior, which is more than fair. It's great. Which is cool. Which is cool. Uh, listen, I don't want to say it's a failure because I do think it gets a little hyperbole the failure. But the Harbaugh, the hiring of Jim Harbaugh, the hype around it, which was enormous. It's been a pretty big letdown, and it still ha- it hasn't been a failure, but it's been a letdown. He's what I, the stat going around yesterday was one and six against Michigan State and Ohio State. Like that's, <sighs> and you see Draymond Green, all the Michigan State guys were all clowning, you know, just Harbaugh and that posting pictures of Mel Tucker, like just kind of making fun of Michigan. Like, and they don't even claim to be like some national championship power, right? It's like you ain't us. We keep kicking your ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. And it, I, I was someone who thought like. It, he was going to get there. Like, he was going to win the Big Ten. He was going to be in the college football playoff. I, I've i given up on that. I mean, they are much better off than they were before he got there. You agree he's not going to get fired, though? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> not now, you think, no. You think he might like, get fired this uh, year? No, 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 not this year. But, ve- like, I don't... Are they just yeah. going to be down with nine or ten wins in perpetuity but not beating Ohio State, flipping coins with Michigan State? And never going to the CFP? Like, I don't think so. Um, no, I, if, if like if it just continues the way the first five years have been, 10 wins, 10 wins, 8 wins, 10 wins, 9 wins, if it just is that forever, are, is Michigan just going to be like, you know what, that's pretty good, we'll just take it? I doubt it. I don't think they will. I, well, I think the major difference, and obviously college football is not as big out here just in terms of recruiting. Like if we if we did this podcast on the Browns, but we lived in Ohio, like recruiting is a huge deal at Ohio State, at Alabama. At Clinton. It's it's approached like we do the draft. When Russell Wilson plays the 49ers, at the end of the day, every time the Niners lose to the, the Seahawks, whether they have a team that's fully healthy or not fully healthy, I, I do think it's easy to somewhat sleep at night like Russell Wilson beat you. Like it's not like, like when, when Fitzpatrick beat them, my text messages, I'm sure your text messages, they were kind of a joke. It's like, you just lost. When, it's not a joke today. I mean, the, the conversation is Jimmy shitty or whatever, but it, there's no one saying like, God, it's Russell. He's kind of overachieving. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, he just, he's the best player on the field every time he steps on the field. And that number 14 might be the second best player. And fucking Bobby Wagner, I called him old this week. Someone tweeted at me. I mean, through three quarters, he had like 11 tackles, three TFLs, two sacks. Like, what the hell? You must be a listener. But ultimately in college, and this is where I think like LSU, <laughs> you had a great text. You're like, I hope Eddie O sells some books. Uh, like the part of the thing at LSU is like, hey guys, you lose Joe Burrow and some coaches and stuff. You're a top five recruit. Like every guy at your program, like the, the, the when they lost to Missouri and when they lost to Mississippi State, the pushback to me always is Missouri and Mississippi State, maybe Mississippi State has one Mississippi kid that could have gone to LSU. I'd probably doubt it. Missouri definitely doesn't have a kid that if LSU would offer, they would have got. And LSU doesn't have a player that Missouri or Mississippi State would not have taken. In there, too deep. That are like all their starters, all their backups, those programs, and we go down the line. Kentucky, I mean, all these schools. Michigan has to view themselves like, listen, Ohio State's in the peak of their powers right now. But aren't we recruiting like a top seven, eight program in the country too and getting fucking sweet guys? Like, 
How are we not? Okay, and we're not even playing them yet. We're losing to Michigan State, whose coach fucking quit, like, in spring ball, and they had to steal this coach in the summer. Who They just got their ass kicked. And Listen, it turns out Minnesota's now 0-2. But still, like, how do you lay such an egg after such a good game? Like, how does that... How's that but possible? That, but that to me, that is part of that is kind of Jim. I think that's I think his teams are going to be emotionally inconsistent. They're I think one thing is very clear, right? They're not going to be like smooth button-down operations. I love I, I've said this before. Our buddy John Dickinson was the first person I heard just consistently call, are you a button-down team or are you not? His teams are not buttoned down. They're just not. Meaning in the big games, when when the little things really matter, your timeouts, your your you know, you hurry up, just whatever. Any, all the little stuff, they're just not, they're just not buttoned down. And if you're not buttoned down, you're just not going to consistently win enough games. You're not going to go unbeaten. You're not going to beat Ohio state and Penn state and Wisconsin all in the same year and Minnesota. You just, so. You, you, you know, you, you know, one story I read last night, like laying in bed, Pete Thamel or someone wrote it. Oh, it was on the athletic, just about the Clemson situation this week. Little Herbertish, he fails the Trevor Lawrence fails the test. Y- you know how big he is. The college football person did not break the news. The NFL people did. Rap sheet and Garofolo broke the news. Mm, I didn't realize they <laughs> broke know? it. Yeah. So the NFL Network broke the news. I mean, little little inside football. Like, how do you think they broke the news? Like, well, not from an agent, John. He doesn't have one yet. <laughs> no. So, so DJ is like in the football building. So they find out. I, I don't know when lunch or whatever of Thursday or maybe Thursday afternoon. He's in the football room, like even in the quarterback room by himself, just watching some tape, maybe of his own practice. And Dabo knocks on the door, like peeks his head in and goes, I need to talk to you. And DJ's quotes were like, he's like, did I like something on Twitter? Did I post something on Instagram? Like, Oh my God, I fucked it. Like he thought he had messed up. Cause he's like, why I need to talk to you. Comes in, tells him the news. You're our starting quarterback. And they pivoted and they just, their program, like, they had some chaos this week, and it was it even went bad in the game, and they found a way to win. And I'm not comparing Clemson to Michigan, but, like, I thought that Harbaugh would be a Dabo, like, it would have, a, like, Dabo runs circles around Jim Harbaugh, right? Just in his recruiting. And as someone, te- I had a text at a buddy that does the SEC. It's like, God, DJ, keep an eye on him. He's like, you know the biggest difference between Alabama and Clemson? Because if you say they're about the same thing, win national championships, get the best players, produce all the first-rounders, one's a factory and the other's a family. And like at Alabama, it's a factory and you're going to make a ton of money. It's kind of like a Kentucky. But he's like, Clemson is a family. It's the reason those guys return. It's a reason they all love playing there. Like they do just have a good thing going. Like say what you want about Ohio State. I'd say it's kind of... It kind of feels like it's a mix of it both. It's a factory and it's a family. All those guys are pretty tight. I don't even really know what Michigan, like what is Harbaugh's identity? He's had some NFL guys. He, like, I watch them. They never really look as good as they should be. Like, yeah. it's just, and they, I don't and quite it get it. But, they're, but you, they had, I think they had eight guys drafted last year in the top four rounds. And people were like, don't tell me about, they're not getting players. Quarterback whisperer hasn't gotten a quarterback. And at some point it's like, well, maybe it's you and your program, right? I met DJ... Why didn't they get Justin Fields? You know? Well, yeah. I mean, they weren't second because he went to Georgia. I met DJ at Oregon spring game two years ago. He was there. He he was still like a few. It was He hadn't made his decision yet. And I, and we went 
you know, Oregon. He was the number one player in the country, right? And it was between, and at that time, it was clear it's between Oregon and Clemson. And, you know, the spring game's on a Saturday, but we go to Oregon's practice on Friday, and he's there, and he's there with his dad and like his, his whole family. It's like his mom, siblings, like they're all there. Like they all came on the recruiting trip. It wasn't like him very, and his very telling of the hierarchy out west because he's an LA guy and his number one, you know, his number those, one those West Coast final school two. was up here. Yeah, yeah. He went to Bosco. They were incredible. Um, and maybe so this must have been before his senior year. So it's his junior year, right? It's going into it's the his spring of his junior year in high school, going into his senior year in high school. Yeah, it was because this is true freshman year. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, yeah. So that's oh yeah. So. Uh, and I talk. I think what we'll see if he ends up playing, you're going to see a bunch of stories about the guy, and they're all going to be like super likable, humble. Everyone likes. He's going to. He's going to have a Tua vibe, like the he poly was very, gets along yeah, with everyone. He had a, like he was playing. I don't know if it was his brother or somebody, but they were just like playing catch in the end zone while the other team was practicing. His dad's taking pictures. His family's there. He's got like his quarterback guys. Or just like his dad's big, right? They showed him in the Clemson big. game. His dad's big. <laughs> Uh, but it's, again, I don't know how many people, it was a large traveling party that came for this recruiting trip and it was like, okay, like clearly. And I think Mario Oregon connects with those guys too. Oregon does a good job of that, but how big, how big is DJ? Huge, <laughs> massive. Yeah. Massive. Cause I'm Yogi. I just kind of looked at him and Yogi comes over. He's like, you know who that is? I'm like, no. And then he knew, he knew a couple Yogi knew him and knew a couple people. And so he just hung out and talked and was just a pretty chill guy. So. Well, I I think Clemson could win Clemson. the national championship. Clearly, they could win it with Trevor. I think they could win it with this guy. <laughs> you know, that's just like he's talented enough. Yeah, I mean, if they're in the Final Four with him, they'll probably have the had, second best quarterback if Justin Fields is the best. He had a couple throws in that game where you're just like, holy moly, like just darts across the middle where you just went. Jimmy on his best day couldn't like the zip on the ball, and I'm not not a shot at Jared Goff. I mean Matt Ryan. We go through the list like he just. Whenever this guy goes to the combine, if his career goes really well, it's well. I, we'll even need to throw at the combine. Probably not. You probably won't. But you're right. <laughs> what you said earlier, I think he's not. He is a quote unquote. We probably don't. He's not dual threat because that insinuates that like you're as much a runner as you are a thrower. But he's more well, Zach, athletic. Than to pocket. be Zach Wilson's Zach Wilson's more dual threat, or Justin Fields more. But dual we would threat call than this guy. Yeah, but we'd call Zach Wilson pocket. I think we'd call DJ pocket if we had yeah. to. Right. What would you call Trevor Lawrence? I mean, to me, he's Herbert. Like those. That's. Let's like. Yeah. Are you? Is your? Is your best? Are you a throwing quarterback? If you can't run, can you do that? Right. Well, that's why Fields. So if I thought Feldman last night. I I do think this quarterback class guy, with the three guys and Trey Lance, who really just played the one game, which I think is going to get thrown away, is got a chance to be really like we got four quarterbacks going to the top. Feels 10. like it's going to turn from two to four really fast. Yeah, I and I think that that's where. Just the the thing with the 49ers and just any team like in the te- in the teens or could you make like who's gonna make their Chiefs move who's gonna make their Texans move for Deshaun because that's all these a lot of these teams like Cincinnati ain't gonna need a quarterback right the Chargers ain't gonna need a quarterback the Raiders they make the playoffs like you wouldn't think <laughs> need a quarterback Houston <laughs> yeah Houston's not gonna need a quarterback but they don't have a pick oh yeah. Uh, so Giants. like, ideally the Dolphins wouldn't need a quarterback. Like you, you want if you're a team that needs a quarterback, you want Tua to do well. You, the said, Giants, you said Atlanta. Yeah. Did you say Atlanta? To me, Atlanta, Atlanta would take one. Don't yeah, you think? I do. Minnesota would probably be a would be. A, mm-hmm. 
it depends to me how like if they end up eight and eight, like I I think they could talk themselves in, like get a difference making player. We got guys because you do watch them, you do go like they are talented. Josh right? Love for Zach Wilson, but BYU would say no was a great tweet. <laughs> what would would BYU want Jordan Love? Because everyone's Sorry, like, this is exactly one. This is exactly how everyone hoped Jordan Love looked. That's how Zach Wilson looks. And it's like, yeah. Remember but we watched you- Jordan Love's college tape in uh, in the spring, and we were like, oh, okay. But doesn't it show you like Jordan Love was just so talented? He still went at the end of the first round. What about these guys that are producing and winning games? How are all these guys not? I mean, we know Fields and Lawrence, but like Zach Williams or Zach Wilson's gonna go. Carson Wentz. I want a Carson guy, Wentz highlight tape four of fucking interceptions. Picks. He's just a interception machine. This would be a bad loss. Um, anything else? Oh, Javon Mims. I don't know who that guy is, but he's throwing hands. I love how shocked the defender was after the first punch. Like, is this is this guy for real? You just punched me in the helmet. <laughs> what are you doing? He get he gets cut tomorrow. He's right? cut by the time you listen to this podcast. Yeah, because it was it'd be one thing right if the guy had shoved him and he hit him. He walked over, basically tapped on the guy's shoulder. Well, what did, it looked like he like knocked his drink out of his hand first. What was that? Move? Yeah, hit, gave him a, gave him a slappy, <laughs> and then the guy looked like, "Hey, ref, you see this?" And then he gave him a, a full shot. He got tossed, right? I assume so. I I just saw yeah. that highlight on Twitter. Yeah, it was I think stupid. he had to get tossed. Uh, Burrow and the Bengals beat the Titans. Pats that would have been one five. Of my, I, I actually I did put money on that. I put twenty bucks on that game. What was the line on it? I, uh, five and a half. I just assumed like the Titans are gonna kick their ass. I look up, it's ten three right away. You're like, uh, I don't. This ain't the Titans team. One thing is clear, right? You can tell pretty quickly. Like, is this team hanging around today, or are we gonna get? A I cover? think. I feel this year there's not. I guess in the Falcons game there's been some crazy swings, but for the most part you're like, yeah, this team's winning. How- and the one thing with the Titans, and I've thrown this team with the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Chiefs. To me, their floor is the lowest of those four teams by a mile, right? When they're off, they suck. Like, at least when the Ravens are off, like, Lamar could bust a couple hundred-yard runs. Well, Steelers, they're, they're wide receivers, and the Chiefs, like, when the Titans are off, they look like, Ugh, Well, because it's like, you remember that conversation from a week and a half ago? Like, if you're looking at the numbers, you know Tannehill's got to be discussed as an MVP. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to me, the MVP of the, their team is the running back, not him. Um... Oh, uh, the last thing I wanted to mention, the play, the Rutgers. I saw it on Twitter. Somebody tweeted. I Thankfully, someone was like, did you guys see this play and tweeted at us? You, I think you saw it live. Well, guy, I'm, I'm getting ready for Haberman's, you know, your game. I think my I'm game opened there. on it. must have opened on FS2. Well, it starts Fox Sports 1, and then I go there. It's the Indiana Rutgers game, and I despise Shiano, so they're down like 37 to 20. I'm like, I'll sit back and watch this before a guy comes on. And I'm like, Shiano, just end this game. I knew that game would not. As I told somebody on our crew, because we always check, we're like, all right, we got like three minutes left, and their game, and our game's 15 minutes away. Or we're probably not going to make it on. You know, is our open going to oh, be on FS1? Because kick- you could- you're kicking off no matter what. Yeah, they weren't going to slide the kick on on our game. And uh, I'm like, Shiano, but I know Shiano. Shiano's the guy that is shoving people in the victory formation with two seconds left. Like, they are not going to roll over in this game. But then when I saw that play, I was like, well, that was kind of worth it. I don't know how many laterals that w- that was. It felt like 15. But did get overturned. Oh, it did? I didn't even know that. Why? Yeah, so what happened pass? is, what happens is, I think there were 12. And, and I mean, the best one is this offensive lineman heaves it behind his head and it gets caught. 
they wouldn't have won. Obviously, there wasn't that much time left. They would have cut. They would have hit the over and covered. They went to review because the automatic they automatic review they review scoring, scoring plays. So now it doesn't when somebody says there are no flags that doesn't matter because everything gets no reviewed yeah now. okay yeah so it, they there was a forward pass in the uh, I don't even know exactly when it happened but it clearly like no one disputed it but people were all like are you really come on let that play you really stand. should be like uh, after review there was <laughs> a lateral number seven was a forward pass but that shit was so crazy it should, the call stands yeah we're gonna let it fly. <laughs> Game's over, <laughs> but great play. Yeah, if it, if that it, we'll we'll let the score stand, but if at the end of the game it, it means that they win, we'll take it away. They don't get to win. What's the going game on right. on San Jose State's away sideline? Are they got construction going on over there? Yeah, they've got a new uh, like uh, you know football offices, suites, meeting rooms, whole big old facility that's going in for in like two years. Got you. So, like, the next coach for San Jose State be over there? No, they're 2-0 for the first time since 1987. No, no, they won five games a, last year. Yeah, he's a Brent no, Brennan's he's a rolling. I follow him on Twitter for, like, years. I, I'm rooting for him. It's hard to win. That, to me, of all the jobs on the West Coast, probably is the hardest one, right? Clearly, Fresno State yeah, and Nevada are easier. The, San Diego State's easier. That's the hardest Well, the hardest part. part about it is, like, you can't – It's hard. Or, to Oregon State's produced a bunch of guys in the NFL. Like, it's hard. The basic part is, like – it's expensive to live there, but you're not, you know, to hire assistance, but you're not a major power football program. So how many, are you able to keep guys? And they actually have both. Their well, and the other and problem too is right. Okay. Division one, which is a big deal. A lot of times like guys get a division one scholarship, but you're like, if you're a good player, you're probably also going to get a scholarship to Fresno state or Nevada. And they just have way more recent history of sweeter players, right? Yeah. You're just going to end up who do you get? You're really kind of recruiting, maybe getting like the best guy that maybe would go to Montana, maybe like a Pac-12 reject. But if your guy's a good enough reject out of Pac-12, Boise or Fresno's going to want him. They've, gotten some, they've just, got a couple good De La Salle. they got a true freshman from De La Salle who was on the all Area 2010s team. Really short running back? Yeah. I remember watching that guy a couple years ago. Yeah. I was like, damn, this, I think this guy's a decent player. He's on the but all, he's tiny. Yeah, he's small, right? but he's like... He, he's Good one player. of the most prolific players in California the last ten years. See that to me, that's what like a, like Fresno State and Nevada probably wouldn't have taken that guy, and you just take that. Do guy. You know who Nevada's running back is? It's Vitawa's little brother. You remember Vitawa? That guy was with uh, Kaepernick. It was right? because they were the first team in college football history to have three one thousand yard rushers. It was Kaepernick, Tawa, and I don't, oh, I don't remember the other guy's name. I think it was another Polynesian guy, wasn't? It? No, I thought it was a white guy. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, right. the. Uh, the one thing I give, that's a pretty big age gap. Yeah. I guess the Paulies have big families. So you just never know. That's pretty cool. I give, uh, yeah, you stay a lot of credit. Anything going on this week? Big. We should be, uh, keep an eye on Niners Packers on Thursday night. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Biggest event Why, of the what week. What you have in mind? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Halloween just, 2.0. I, yeah, Halloween. All the leftover candy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's all I've heard of. I did enjoy an early Sunday scroll on Instagram, just seeing a bunch of costumes. Oh, that stuff always makes me laugh. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Some good costumes. I don't know. Uh, what did I see that I liked? I, I don't remember. Baby Andy Reid. No one's topped that in a few years, I don't think. Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of costumes on the on the timeline. I didn't get dressed. You get dressed up? Uh, no, no. Do you get a fox mask? Yes, 
because we had to we- because we had to wear them on TV because it's Santa Santa oh yeah Santa Clara San Jose. They let you keep that, or you give it back? No, it's uh, yeah, you keep it reusable. <laughs> yeah, I mean not reusable, <laughs> I, but you keep it. That's that's cool. I frame that. Mm. All right. On that note, adios. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.